Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Welcome to episode 83 of the Go Get That podcast. Uh, We are here to recap the Masters. Um, I think all three of us, just to get into it real quick here, uh, definitely a disappointing finish from Jordan. I know a T4 doesn't mean a lot to us anymore. Um, Speaking for myself at the very minimum, um, it's winter busted Augusta. Closing 66 was really, really, really fun. But um, I think at the end of the day, we will be looking back on this one for a while, thinking of all the mistakes that could have easily been avoided, and Jordan could have been wearing the green jacket, but I think that's a good way to open it up. Yeah, Gentlemen, I think thanks for joining I, me. It's, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here, chop it up. A lot of storylines this week, uh, both with Spieth, but also outside of Spieth. Um, I know we'll get into Spieth takeaways here. Um, I This one's weird because it's disappointing that he didn't win i think just generally broadly um but i don't feel like overall that this like a t4 is still a great finish and considering that he was even par at one point on the back nine of round three to get it excuse me back to seven under and into a into a another top five at augusta i thought was showed some resiliency and obviously um, you can point to a lot of different mistakes, but I don't think he shoots a 66 on Sunday if he's in contention in that sense. Like if he's up there with Rom or Kepka, it's kind of tough to um, kind of just assume that that's what he does. I it, it, This was very classic Spieth in that he makes a lot of birdies and he gives some of them back. And that's partly why he makes a lot of birdies is because he's got to go make up for his bogeys. Um, he's one of the greatest recovery artists in the game's history, uh, to be frank. And that's kind of just what he does on his scorecard. Um, very disappointed with some of the stuff I heard in the presser. Um, I know that uh, we'll probably get into that in a little bit, but uh, overall, you know, T4, at the end of the day, you can't be too mad, but a little disappointing um uh, not giving himself a better shot at Mr. Jacket. Mr. Microphone is on Thank you for Mr. Moot mute. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great start. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. Uh I'm with you, Dan, on the presser. And yeah. Sun- Sunday's presser to be specific. That's correct. Uh when it comes to his final round, again. There was a two-hole stretch where he actually had a chance, a little chance, but it was a chance, and that really got my heart, you know, going, yeah. which was nice. Um, but it made it hurt a little more at the end. Uh, so there's that. You, there's there's a lot of things you can look back on this week as to how Jordan Spieth could have won this golf tournament. But that's golf, right? Congrats to Dan on the John Rom pick this week. Uh-huh. I mean, Jordan, 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 um, Jordan, Jordan. Yeah, congrats to Jordan on the John Rob pick. Um, congrats to Dan on, on I've continued to make well, up. The, the, relegation, the relegation zone, as they'd say. Congrats well, to go get that podcast for being in the green this week. I, I all three of us. I haven't had a losing week since Mr. Honda. So 
You're on a roll. Slowly that is, are you asking for a back. participation trophy, Dan? You're still at the <laughs> well, bottom of the I, table. I dug myself a deep hole, and I am shovels out on the track. If you have followed me recently, you have done pretty. If well. you followed all of us recently, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, we had a good masters. We had, we had a great masters. We've we've been doing very well since the. I'd say since the players. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, that's solid. I will say a, a chilling round from Spieth for the go get that point specifically for me. <laughs> yes. um, that was much needed top 20. Yeah. Um, thank you to Mr. Woods for withdrawing after he made the weekend. Uh, that was also nice. Um, thank you to Mr. Thomas and Mr. M for making that a possibility for Mr. Uh, Woods. Yes, I would agree. I'm sure Thomas was um always being forced to but you know i mean there's there was a lot of storylines this week you're right dan uh and i want to get off with a a point where i'm going to pat myself on the back from the preview which is that rory mcelroy is not one of the big three um pathetic from him this week it was, was awful it was an embarrassing showing um he had all the keys to the game, and he – I mean, I, I I don't – it's one thing to do – I mean, I know Jordan Smith hasn't really been in the PGA that contention that much, but Augusta is a course that Rory plays very well. And yeah. to have that chance, I that I that's not even something Spieth has, has done, is – completely collapse that early and give himself no chance to win. But it was uh it was not good for him. They, there was there were no positives for Rory McIlroy this week and uh I'm very disappointed to see he withdrew from the RBC. That's a yeah. little bit of a, that's a little bit of, <laughs> that's a little bit of a poor look, I'd say. Um specifically if he doesn't give a reasoning for it. But even yeah. if he does, um I'm assuming it's not an injury because I feel like that would have specified it. Uh, but, you know, it's just, it, I mean, he's been working so hard on, he's been the face of all these elevated events and to make a rule that you're not even going to live up to, especially unnecessarily skipping the first one. Um, It's just a tough look. It's it's a really, really tough look. And I know we'll probably get into it in the RBC um, preview, but. Apologies for my voice. I'm a little under the weather. Um, I've been under the weather a lot recently, but does anyone else have any thoughts? On yeah, uh, Rory, um, embarrassing this week. Um, the best form he's came into a Masters in, what, probably five-plus years to just completely crap down your leg and miss. It's hard to miss the cut at the Masters. I mean, we saw it last year with Jordan. It is very hard. Like, it's difficult. He was, what, plus seven? And the, yeah, I mean, plus six. Augusta didn't play probably as hard, I think, this week as it did. Are you sure Mr. Couples won. beat him? Mr. Couples beat him. Uh, Sam Bennett destroyed him. Tiger Woods beat him. But it's, it's, oh, it's oh even even the most important was that Mr. Mickelson beat him. Mr. By, Mickelson destroyed by him. 15 shots. Yeah, and he didn't even have to p- play the, end, the third round. Yeah, so. it, it was embarrassing for Murray. And I think you mentioned it. I know... Jordan hasn't really came close to the slam. I don't really consider 2019 close, but I also don't think Jordan's missed the cut at a PGA in 
No, he's played very mediocre golf. He's played mediocre golf. I mean, he hasn't, you know, as you said, he's kind of been in it. But, um, yeah, just getting back to Jordan because that's what we love to talk about here. Um, Unfortunately. I think I'm typically pretty glass half full. He's looking at the positive, but this was disappointing. Um, I think it's funny, too, because, like, after the Valspar, after the API, Bob was on me like, why aren't you more upset? And I'm like, it's not a major. And then we get to this week. It is a major. I'm I'm pretty pissed. Um, I think he made the most birdies this week of anyone in the field. I think he did the exact same thing in 2021. If you were to tell me Jordan Spieth would do that twice in what three years and not win, not win either, like that sucks. A S S S. Um, Thank you for it, the spelling. Yeah, no worries. I'm here to help everyone out. It's just tough, man. And like, I appreciate the you know the 66 on Sunday, but at the same time, I appreciate it a lot. Um, yeah, it's a backdoor T4, which you know looks better than a T20. But at the same time, it's it's kind of put up or shut up the time. I know we got three more majors coming up. Um, the dumb mistakes, you know, they gotta etch themselves out. And I actually we talked about this, Bob, about going for 13 and 13 on Thursday, like. I know Dan and I talked too. I wasn't really mad no. that he went for it. Um, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people in my comments like, why did he go for it? Why did he go for it? He's hit that shot numerous times. He just didn't execute and, it. And he had what, a six iron? Six, yeah, I think six iron. Like, like, like that's, a shot. that's a shot where it should be. I, I And it was definitely sitting down. But that's a shot that. He should be able to get out on the green five out of ten times, and at and he should and his miss should be that left bunker. Yeah, like that should never ever be anywhere near the water. Nope. Um, and all, and I mean, I guess one out of ten times, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna catch a lie you unexpected, and I mean, maybe you leave it short. If you leave it short in the water, fine, but I mean. You can't let it get into that right side creek. That that should have never been in play. But the decision was not my problem. There were plenty of worse worse decisions on this week than that. Yeah, I mean, we can go down the list here. I mean, Dan, we were just talking about 13 in the creek. I know I talked to you about it, how we didn't really hate it, but you can talk about it. Yeah, I was going to say um, I, don't, I did not hate the decision. Uh, he said... He picked a bad target, and that's the part that I hate the most. Um, and that kind of goes – we talked about the interview at the the beginning a little bit. Um, I didn't really get into it, but he basically said he's been playing too much golf, picked a target on 50% of his shots. Um, what, just felt overall just kind of exhausted, uh, made a bunch of dumb mental mistakes. Like – Bad, man. It's not Look, a I, I get it. <laughs> it, it. While it might be true that you're not feeling great, you played too much golf, uh, I, that's just one of those things that you just don't say, I think. Um, I mean, it's a, you, you didn't play last week. You didn't play last week. Yeah. And, you know, I look, I know that eight, eight weeks and eight, eight and ten is a lot. I can't deny that. Um, but it's not like you're coming, you're, you're playing your fourth in a row here and it's eight and 10. Now this is, you had a whole week last week to try and figure some stuff out. Obviously the game's in a great spot, except for one, um, particular area. I think the fatigue definitely played a role. Like it it was, excuse me, the short game on Saturday was 
not good enough at all. And I think that short was game all week was it had its rough spots in all four rounds. It was good and down. Yeah, it was up and down. I'd say it was it was pretty good. Yeah, I just think I Saturday was three for eight scrambling, and that's what did him, you know? Yeah. And he didn't hit good enough shots Saturday in general, but to you know, not getting up and down on one on Saturday, not getting up and down on two on Saturday. Um not you know, Saturday was obviously the big killer in the in the whole thing. Uh not getting up and down. Where did he make bogey? Uh I guess all his bogeys on Sundays weren't the easiest up and ins, but regardless. Um I don't know. It's just disappointing to hear that um, he was tired and that's why he played bad. And that yeah, and I, that's like and that's just I mean, I like I it, I get it, but it's also it's a little bit like, come on. I disagree with you a little bit. Um, on the fact that unlike the thing that like you like you don't say, I, I appreciate the insightfulness from Mr. Spieth. However, you just can't use that as a, as an excuse, which I I'm not sure if that's what he was trying to do. I don't think he was. No, I don't but it's not intentional. If you're only having fifty percent of targets, you need to just like be like it's the masters. Like what am I like pick like yeah. pick a target. Like that's not an excuse. Is that on Corella at all? Are we gonna? Um. Yes. Yes. Um. I was gonna bring that up. Maybe. Um. Greller needs to. I feel like Greller's been a little bit of a spectator recently. Uh, I feel like he's always been a spectator, though. No? Uh, maybe so, but I, I definitely believe that recently there are some times where. Kind of needs to step in and be like, all right, is this really? I think in major championships, you just can't be as loose as maybe he is. Yeah, um, that's fair. There definitely is some. There's always some blame. I feel like, but Greller isn't the difference between him winning and losing this week. So no, it's not. It's funny. Like we we mentioned that too. Like we go to five when he made double. Greller was trying to talk him out of it in the first oh. shot. I know there was a lot of like, what happened there? How do you make double? Spieth whiffed because he was an idiot and he tried to hit a shot that he did not need to hit. Greller wanted him to pitch out and he probably would have made bogey instead of double and Spieth didn't listen and he led to double. Yeah. So I, I think Greller stepped in there. Maybe there's a couple others where Greller could have and he didn't, but it's definitely not. Greller is far from the reason why Jordan Spieth isn't wearing the green jacket. Yeah. I think that's well said. I, I your point is well taken that there could be some more sort of reining in. I I do wonder a little bit too if like Speeds this he's talked a little bit about it this idea of talking less. I wonder if that's had an impact because he doesn't say as much to Michael and now Michael's thinking, "All right, so we're just not going <laughs> to uh talk as much." pre-shot um and just kind of let him do his thing and that maybe includes michael not saying like all right where are you landing this um and and it's probably an over i'm sure speed picked a target more than seven more than like 70 percent of the time but just the fact that he felt like he didn't is as you know the fact that he felt like he only picked a target half the time or a good target i should say is um a little concerning a little yeah there's... i think it's just it's disappointing because you're not giving yourself the best opportunity 
yeah. to win the biggest tournament. I, I think you need to look at it as like his head's just not in it to the extent that Rom and Scheffler is right now. Brooks um, even. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and to talk about Brooks for a second, like it, this is now the second major in a row that he's been in contention. We're sort of let slip at the end. Um, I think that this was still a very big week for Brooks coming oh, off. For sure. He got a lot of confidence out of this week. I, I would expect him to be in contention at a few more majors this year. Not to the extent that I feel like he should be 12 to 1 at the Open. But, <laughs> it's a joke. Um, <laughs> but neither should Mr. Roy be 7 to 1. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Brooks Kepka has better odds to win the Open than Jordan Speed does at the moment on FanDuel. Uh, yes, and has, <laughs> what, what's Brooks' open history look like? I mean, it's it's bad. definitely by far. It's got to be by far the worst, though. Of the four, it was, yeah, yeah, it's the worst of the four for him. He was there at Port Rush, and then he got toasted by playing with JB Holmes, who shot an eighty-seven. Yeah, he's played so, good at the open. He's got four top tens and eight tries, but I mean, it should not be better than Spieth. No, I mean, well, look, Kepka had a great week. Um, yeah. Sunday, Saturday, and Sunday were not his best. Honestly, Saturday wasn't even that bad. 73 in those conditions like yeah it's okay he just uh, he just didn't have it the final day and that's um that happens and if he continues to give himself more chances the likelihood is that he will pull one off sounds Uh, like someone else right yeah Yeah. and i and i think that's kind of getting back to speak is like the disappointing part is he made enough birdies so clearly his game is there to the 90 well, I don't want to say it's all the way there because I think part of the golf game is the mental ability to pick targets, hit shots. Um, and it's just disappointing that he felt like he didn't give himself a good target 50% of the time. Yeah. And he finished T4. And it's like, dude. Uh, yeah, another. But yeah, go ahead, Bob. An- another thing about Speeth is like, this is now the second Masters in his last four that he's one player removed from being in like deep contention on the last hole. Um be it You're referring in, to Hideki. Yeah. Um so and also relating to that, this is now like the four straight masters where the last three holes have been relatively meaningless. Which is a little unfortunate. Um it's been quite a while since we've had a masters come down to the last few holes. Which uh Play better. <laughs> I I think the uh the field has a lot to do with that. Um, Smaller field, you think? I I, I do. I, I think so. that. I mean, it's essentially an eighty person field because it's less than that with the boomers. Mister Mister Mize and Mister Lyle are not real professional golfers, right? And now. they're done. They're gonna get done. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they inflate the scoring average. <laughs> they, they they highly inflate the scoring average <laughs> and get applauses at the end of the round. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, but <laughs> I have a thing but, if you uh Yeah, can, please. Um I think the mental mistakes um sucked, but I think I've kind of said this a couple times, you guys already what I was most disappointed was 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 Saturday. Not the score, but how he was carrying he was so so lazy he was loose he was lazy he's laughing shots off like dude i get it's rainy 
But what are you going to do in Liverpool in three months when it could very possibly be pouring down with 30 mile per hour? What are you just going to laugh it off? The just the lack of like, you know, want to try and keep together, keep a straight face, just plot yourself around. Like it, it was so embarrassing on so many levels. And it's exactly why he hasn't won a major since 2017. He just looks so lackadaisical out there while guys that were near the top of the leaderboard were shooting even par one under until the horn blew and speak, you know, essentially ended his chances on those holes by smiling and just, you know, hacking it around. I not fully concentrating, I think, worrying, worrying about the conditions on his golf. And that's what really pissed me off. I think the four days. Yeah, it, it, it was. You can go Dan. I was just going to say, I think that's a fair. Uh, thing to point out, uh, Saturday was not his best. I mean, even on the back nine, there were some some opportunities. Two, three putted. Um, the three put at thirteen. Honestly, his play at thirteen all week was just pathetic. Um, uh, the Sunday Sunday was kind of tough, but um, the other three days was just brutal. Uh, and. Yeah, I mean, you talked about Saturday. You talked about staying in a major championship. To that point, I do think this, the round on Sunday was – obviously, it's, you know, it's hard to take a bunch of negatives from a 66, but to be able to go birdie 17 like that, to see the fist – like three fist oh. pumps, like the whole the whole thing of – yeah, I'm like kind of feeling it at a major. It's Sunday. It's kind of sort of matters i think is important and it's it should build the confidence i'd agree sort of a sort of a step sort of a neat like i think he's broader scale like he's just taking longer to figure out how to do it like the the path back to the top is he found the he took the easy route the first time sort of um and now it's like it's just he's it's a little all over the place and it's difficult and it's hard and and yeah needs to be able to find something in the little the little wins so to speak that'll eventually build to a big one but um i so i just kind of round three round four some takeaways on that yeah I, I, fair. I i still think it's mental i i think you look at the round three like jordan's talking about and and they're the patrick cantley's and xander shafi's the world that show no emotion like when they're playing bad or what versus when they're playing good, and that's fine. But like Jordan shows a lot of emotion when he's playing well. That needs to re- be reciprocated with a little bit of pissed off when he's playing bad. Um, there was none of that <laughs> on Saturday. I mean, not on Saturday. No, it was more like okay. It, he was just laughing off in the rain, it, man. I mean, ball was going John Rom. Well, I John Rom in speed one, situation on Saturday is ticked. Yeah, because I think, but I think John Rom has a better. The one kind of, I don't want to call it a defense. Well, I guess a better player. But it's like when you're <laughs> that much in control of your game and you're playing that poorly, I think it's bad. I think it's a sign that like Spieth is, it's just kind of a reminder that he's like the 12th or 15th best player in the world. And it's not, mm. it's not always going to be perfect. And I have. Yeah. That's but, it was but, worse than perfect, but he's not. I don't think he's in the space where it's like I should be. I don't think he feels. I think it's a sign that he doesn't feel as confident in his game as some of his other scores might show. Yeah, but I still feel like he was leaving 
like he should have been able to grind to a better score on Thursday, no matter oh, how sure. poorly he was playing. And he kept, he kept he keeps talking about the unlucky breaks he was getting, and they were some. <laughs> he he got a lot of Dude. lucky breaks. This oh week. my god. He got a lot of lucky breaks. He should play thirteen and four over for the week. Yeah, easily. And by the way, on eighteen, he never should have had a swing out of that out of the woods. He got lucky there. Yeah, like he even said it in his presser. Like, I get it, dude. A few of your putts lipped out, and some of your shots didn't end up in the right place. But like, if you're missing in those spots, like you can't expect to get lucky all the time. Like, it's yeah. just. No, I'd agree. Like if you're if you're hitting it and like another thing that John Rom and Scotty Scheffler do that speed doesn't is how in the world do you hit it so far into the woods on thirteen, bounce into the fairway, and not make a birdie out of that? Like you have to capitalize on those breaks. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I think you could say that about those guys in like Tyrrell Hatton or those guys in Sepp Straka. Like, I, I think that's what makes Lauer, um, I almost said Shane Lowry. I think that's what makes Rahm and Scheffler way better than everybody is that but, they do capitalize on those. Yeah. Are we, are we trying to compare speed to, do we want speed to be comparable to no, no, no. or do I, we I want it to be comparable? No, I, that's Schreker. fine, but I don't think, I think the, that's kind of the point is like, that's not really who he is right now. He's getting there though. Uh, he's getting there, but he's making about, progress in that sense. But. Yeah. You're talking about 13 about capitalizing. I don't know if I agree with you there just cause he was a little far back after it kicked in. Like he couldn't he go. Was. For it, so it's more just, it, it's more just a general statement. Like he hasn't been yeah, able yeah. to capitalize on any of his breaks. Right. I'd agree. Yeah. I'd agree with that. That's um, fair. Even 18 yesterday. And like, again, I mean, it would have been meant anything. But and, and I this third was really bad. Like you capitalized I, by making par there. I know Jordan. I, I have to leave in a second, but I I know you were talking about how like he was like it wasn't a bad swing on eighteen. That is an unacceptable bogey with the way he was playing. I don't that care where he bogey. hits it. Unacceptable to make to steal a, or well, Ryan would not consider <laughs> a stolen shot, but. <laughs> To steal that birdie on 17 with that putt, that fist pump, that pin placement, and hit that bad of a tee shot is so, so, was predictable and it was pathetic. It was unacceptable. That needed to be a I'm Jordan Spieth sack up drive right down the middle, give himself a chance at a birdie. Now, maybe pars. Like, you can't expect someone to birdie 18. No. But, when he hit that drive on 18 before the ball, before we knew where the ball was, that was looking like bogey at best before we even knew where the ball was. Yeah, it's fair. I, I know. Dan, I know Dan and I've talked about this and I think it was a big killer this week. He doesn't have that bullet fade right now off the tee that he had in 21. Um, yeah, that's why that tee ball in 18 happened. That's why the double crosses on five happened. Every time he tried to hit a bullet fade, it just went left. Um, I don't think 18 had anything to do with pressure, Bob, to be honest. I just don't think he's got that tee shot right now. I mean, we saw it 16 at Valspar. He tried to hit it. And um, what, what happened 16 at Valspar is what happened on five when he made double. It just balloons right or it's a double. He just doesn't really. He hit a nice one on Sunday on five. But the low fade is something that's obviously still a work in progress. And yet, put him there on 18 and on five a couple of times. I, I don't necessarily think it's pressure but i still think it's an unacceptable bogey like 
he has to be able to find a way and step up there and, and at the very worst get in the bunker. Like it, like that was so bad of a tee shot. Like it wasn't yeah. close yeah. to like if there were no trees there, he's got two eighty in. I mean that was <laughs> left going left. Yeah. yeah. I think the 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 kind of broader point to that though is like when he needs a tee shot, I don't think he's got one in the bag that he trusts. Yeah, I, mean, that's a I agree. Um, <laughs> I don't. I do you try to Dan. draw if he stands up there and step like no. eighteen t? You just can't hit a draw on eighteen t though. That's the problem. It's the same with sixteen at Valspar. Oh, if you hit it good, you could, oh, so what's he supposed to hit then on eighteen? He just doesn't he can't have hit it right a fade. Now. I don't think he has it right now. Well, he did it the other days. Did he? Uh, different. Uh, how did he play? 18? I think he played eighteen and one over for the week, which isn't even bad. Yeah, I don't. Know. I would have much rather him try and hit a high high draw on the left side of the tee box. Yeah, I mean, considering how he hit the draw, I'd probably agree with you. I've actually, I was wondering that Bob too. I don't know why he didn't take eight three wood off eighteen. I know um, it leaves like into the wind. I yeah, I know it leaves like two hundred. And I think Saturday the freaking iron he hit into eighteen. Like two thirty adjusted to fifteen feet, like that was insane. Well, yeah, but that so that was from the fairway, and my guess is that was a draw off the tee. Yeah, well, I I'm, I like assume I, 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 he was thinking he needed birdie, so he hit driver, and it just didn't go well. Right, but I think he hit driver all week on eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, if you're but, talking to that towards a pressure thing, it's possible. But no, I don't but, think it's I don't think it's pressure. I think he doesn't have. He doesn't have a shot that when there is pressure, he feels like he can hit. Interesting. But to but even even if because like the problem with the high draw and the reason everybody plays a fade is because all you have to do is rip your lower half through it and hold the face, basically. I mean, I'm you know, I'm exaggerating that quite a bit probably. But people say you can turn really hard and you know it's gonna cut in theory. Gotcha. The problem with the draw is if you if you try and you know you've got the energy going, you've got the juices going because you're in contention, you're you know, you've made nine birdies through 17 holes at Augusta National, you've got the roars, Phil Mickelson's playing with you. You try and hit a draw, you get a little late, a little behind, turn that face over. Like there's just more things that can go wrong. You block it into the trees, right? You snap, hook it into the trees left. Whereas yeah. the fade is like, it's just a more trusty shot in terms yeah. of what the adrenaline That's what he calls it. Body. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so to not have that as a concern at the moment, I mean, obviously yeah. look, he lost by what five anyway, but. Well, he, yeah, he was never winning. But. Just to, just to not, cause it cost him at Valar, I think, Personally, I think it cost him at the API, not being able to hit a fairway 15, 16. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, you it, can't really avoid that. It'd be yeah, nice I don't... to get that back in the bag for uh, Oak Hill in a month or so. Yeah. yeah. Dan, I don't know if you've, if you've seen the video, but Scotty has this like 280 yard fade, like low fade that he has, like where he just tees the ball up super low and he calls it like Spieth a fairway has had finder. That. Like, he yeah. doesn't have that right now, though. No, yeah. Well, I Which think I think he did have that. Yeah. You know? And I think that but he's got to find that soon. He's got to figure out where to ha- have that again. Uh, because that's obviously that's what he tried to play on 18. That's what he tried to play on 16 at Valspar. My guess is that's what he tried to play at the API as well down the stretch. Um, we tried at five. <laughs> we tried at five Thursday. I think. I mean, he hit. He hit a good one on Sunday. He hit two good ones. Five and nine were both. 
pretty pretty fades um so they're there they're just not consistency it's, it's consistency. there but i it, it was weird because he said like the what things he's working on to add more tools to his toolbox he kind of had to like, like remove that tool or it just like, yeah. doesn't fit in the box which is just going along with the analogy <laughs> i think just where he gets his positions it's it's a tough shot for him um and that's I think that's concerning in the sense of like his ability to win tournaments along with sort of the mental stuff, but, uh, or I don't want to say mental stuff. I want to say mental decision-making. Cause I don't think it's like, I think he trusts for the most part his golf swing and there's definitely scar tissue, but I think it's just some poor decision-making and we're lacking, we're lacking that bullet fade off the tee when he really needs it. Yeah. yeah. And just, um, go ahead. One thing before I leave is, I regardless of how I'm disappointed this week, it was that fist pump on 17. Oh, chills. And that 16. Was, and 16. I, 16 was nice, too. 16 was nice. That it was, was a little a, disappointing. Not that but, like, API. but 16, I wasn't expecting a birdie on 17. So, like, yeah, that birdie on 17 was a stolen shot. Let yeah, be very clear. No, but you speak to the pressure too, because it was definitely pressure. That's not an easy team yes. to that pin yes. to eleven he feet. Was, yes, like get but on eighteen, so, but give him credit for seventeen. No, I I hundred percent agree. That fist pump is something that I would like to see a lot more in the future because that was at Augusta National with the sun down. <laughs> I mean, if you could have been told the start of the week that you that you'd have a fist pump on sixteen and seventeen on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Multiple fist pumps on 17. There were like three on 17. Yeah. Ate it fist pump. Got it, got it out of the hole, fist pump. Another small one, and then a fist bump with Mike. Yeah, he had a bunch. But let me also just say, um, before I leave, is very disappointed that he wasted what could have been an unbelievably amazing winning outfit with this that navy blue sweater. (laughs) That navy blue sweater was with the, with the with the collar, like a different shade of navy, um. So, I it was, it was nice, but I'm gonna have to leave. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll I'll be here for the um for the RBC Heritage. I gotta RBC gotcha. best tournament in the world. I, I'm sure I, I'm sure you guys don't have too much left to recap, but um, no, leave a feel better in the comments yes. for Bob, so you can do yes. that. So feel Bob. better. We will see. Um, and yes. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll yes. carry it out. Hold hold down the fort. We'll yes, try our best. We'll try the our fort best. will be held down. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> Peace out. So yeah. But um, so, yeah. Hi there. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's I I'm still thinking about that that charge on Sunday a little bit. Uh I mean, there's just so many errors to look at, so many so many close calls, so many kind of mistakes. I think you know, for the week, broad scheme, I know we've been kind of touching on this a little bit. Part of the reasons we saw fist pumps on 16 and 17, he made some putts. Yeah, he I mean, some putts. Could get an update Sunday on the major. <laughs> All week at a major, Jordan Spieth made some putts. <laughs> and I tell you what, that felt good to see some go in. Sunday made that one on 10, made the one on 8. The putt on 16, I mean, the bunker shot was, it's like, dude, if you're going to try and hole it, hit a better shot than that. But if you're going to play it past the pin, hit it far, like pick, pick a shot. <laughs> then to hole it like that was 
fantastic. Um, putt on 17 was was pretty stones as well. Uh, honestly, I thought the roll on 18 looked pretty good for a while. Just didn't go in. But um, much better speed control for the most part, obviously, despite the pathetic one on 13. Um, it was pretty good inside of five or six feet. I don't remember any brutal three footers no. missed. No, I was. Yeah, uh, and he like gained that. for the week. It might have. I mean, I don't have the stuff in front of me, but it uh, it might have been his best area. Is that true? Uh, know? the putter was. Yeah, he was actually. Oh. I mean, he didn't win obviously, but he was the only player in the field to gain over half a shot in every single category. Yeah. So clearly, consistently good. The game was pretty good across the board. Um. And it was nice to see the pot. I think we're still, we can't undeclare the recession at no, the moment. Not yet. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see it keep going. Um, but it it really was nice to like look at his stat profile and be like, all right, he wasn't, because I thought the iron play was pretty good. Um, I agree. That the wedges were pretty solid. Short game was up and, I mean, Saturday was just not a very good day all through and through. Yeah. Um, it it just it goes to show you how much like putting is is so much more than just the strokes gain number it's also like the mo- strokes gain momentum the strokes gain like big save the strokes gain adrenaline all that all that stuff really comes down to putting um and it was great to see putts go in you know and i think that's that's important uh going forward it's it's It'll be a big deal these next couple weeks. Obviously, he'll get some time off here in a little bit, but um, I I liked what I saw. I liked getting in contention on Sunday a little bit, at least to feel it before Oak Hill, because I, I he's definitely trending towards something very good, and I think Oak Hill is in kind of the path, and we shall see. <laughs> I'll see. Hopefully, he just doesn't play eighty-one holes at Oak Hill and. Uh, um, oh boy! Oh boy! Finish like solo three at the match play event before it. Uh, but oh, uh, wow. anyway, that's that's cruel right there. Yeah. Well, Mister Roy overdid it completely. Yeah, you can, okay. I mean, I know we talked a little bit about, Roy, <laughs> but you can't. You cannot have 19 putts around Augusta national change putters, change equipment, do all this other stuff. Cause you're about to win the career grand slam. Cause you can feel it in your bones. You played well at the match play and then show up and miss the cut at plus five plus six. Are you kidding me right now? Come on. I kind of knew he'd put poorly too. Cause like the greens that he was putting, putting on like a week and a half prior, like they're obviously not going to be nearly at the same speed, yeah. but they will be for the dang masters. <laughs> Right, and he's, uh, I think he's, anything, it's just bad prep because you're getting adjusted to green speeds. They're going to be completely different from what you're going to face. A hundred percent. I think he needs to go in to that tournament with the mindset. I think this applies to Spieth too. Like, and and for Spieth, it's a little bit easier because it's a different course, so it's easier to kind of manage expectations in a sense. Um, and which I don't want to look too far ahead, but there's like a flyover Oak Hill. Dude, that place looks sick. So sick. I I mean, it reminded me a little bit of Wingfoot, which is not ideal. Um, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> but it it looked very. It just it. I mean, obviously it looked pure, but it just looked pretty majestic. Like, oh, I 
anyway, we'll get to that in 38 days or whatever it may be. Yeah, but yeah, it is 38. Thank you for knowing the exact number. Just the the mindset of putting too much pressure on on winning. I think Rory needs to have kind of the mindset of like, man, let's just, let's just, these first two days, let's just go get to like six or seven under, you know, or like, let's get me in there. And then once I start feeling it Saturday, Sunday, because ever since he's had the chance to have the slam, he's always been backdooring it. Like he's never had a, he's never given himself a, a legitimate, not that speed has either, but it's like, it's a little bit different when one of them couldn't find the face of the planet, you know, center of the club for three years, and the other's a top three player in the world right now. So, yeah. um, anyway, that was my Roy. That's well said. I've, I mean, I it's hilarious that you mentioned course comps for Oak Hill because I'm already getting bombarded in DMs like, do you think this game's going to fit Oak Hill? Do you think he's going to fit Oak Hill? And I'm like, I don't really know yet. And it's funny you mentioned Wingfoot for the new Spieth fans because I'm sure he's picked some up. Ever since he's the resurgence started in 21, he finished what 14 over at Wingfoot and missed the cut in yeah, 2020. So the good news is he's a way better golfer now. But yeah, if it if it plays like Wingfoot, it could be a tough week. We'll have to and see. I don't um, I don't think it'll play like Winged Foot. No, I don't I just think thought I, I think it PGA looked very New Yorky in that sense. Oh. Like Arkham it kind of it reminded me of Beth Page a little bit too, which I guess makes sense because they're all be good in the same state. Yeah, Beth Page. I mean, he made everything at Beth Page. Yeah. Um. And I think that that style might fit. I think like he, cause he's been, he's been really good from 150 to 200. Yeah. Really good with the irons. I think if he can find that a bullet fade and keep making some putts, uh, our chances then it could be, I think it could be pretty good. And he continues, you know, T4. I know we kind of bounce back to the speed here, but T4, he played, this was his best total playing of the year per data golf strokes gained like since the 2021 open yeah right so he had he had a pretty good week this is now you know top four top sixes recently um and typically when he plays well he plays well for a while it's not (laughs) it's not like he's and that goes the same thing for when he's not playing the well. Damn but, swing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's it's working. He's he's finding this working on the same thing. So, um, certainly it's a bit tweaks, of a not changes at but, this point. Uh, speed. Right. Yes. Precisely. Uh, any other speed thoughts before? Yes. Because I do want to talk a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Um, you mentioned the putter. Um, he didn't just make putts. He made clutch putts. Um, he went a full year in 2022 with, I'd assume, I don't, do not not have the official count on this, but zero fist pumps and majors. And we got uh, fist pumps. Uh, you can see, you might know, did he have a fist pump? I, well, there was definitely none at the masters. I feel like there might've been one when I was at Brookline. He made a putt, I think on the 14th hole and like Saturday to give him a chance. Yeah, there might've been one at Brookline. I was thinking there might've been one like maybe early in the open. Yeah. But, I think he made one on two on Thursday in the open, which was a ridiculous putt to make, actually, because it went, like, up over a hill and then came back down. I was just right in the middle. I think there was a little, like, got it out of the hole a little bit, like, all right, good start. But um, sorry. I was just – Yeah. No, no, no. I but I got rolling on fist pumps. There's nothing quite like a Jordan Spieth fist pump, let me tell you. There's not. I mean, it's so fun. And, like, he was making – it was nice, too, because he putted great in round one. 
He um didn't pucker in round two. And I think like my I mentally when I see the losing strokes of the field putting and around, I'm like, oh crap, are we gonna go back to the and he answers. He'll come out. I don't think round three was great, obviously. Nothing was great in round three. So I'm not just gonna throw the putter under the bus. But to come out Sunday, on Sunday to make putts, I mean he I don't really want to say he had any chance on Sunday. I mean, he would have needed a collapse. He would have needed a lot of help RBC style. But it's just, it's nice to see the putter rebound after a bad day. Like, we've seen the ball strike, and we could have one bad day turn into a lot of bad days real quick. Um, go back to last year, that happened. Um, but it's just nice to see the putter rebound after, a you know, awful 2022. He'll have a bad round in 2023, but he'll answer and putt well the next day and pick the pace back up. Yeah. I think that's well said. I think it kind of speaks to the fact that he's rising up those data golf rankings, which means <laughs> he's going to be rising up world golf rankings. Like he's he's 15th right now, and I know it doesn't feel like it's changed a whole lot, but um, he's got good finishes kind of coming off, and he's done a good job of somewhat replacing them. And then – He's he's just really bunched. Like he could get to five. I know this is looking ahead. I don't think he can actually anymore because of the withdrawals. But uh, he could get up to like six or seven, depending on how much. So it's really tight. You know, a fifty, an extra point on his OWGR would get him, I think, to like ninth, which would be like a fifty point boost. So it's um, he's not that far off from cracking the top ten. He really isn't. Uh. And you would hope that a, a win is coming. Um, I know that some rest is coming, which he says he needs, which is good. Um, and then two majors, obviously, Craig Ranch and UGA uh, <laughs> uh, are big time. So good stretch coming up, playing yeah. pretty well. But uh, do you have any more speed? Yeah, you I'm mentioned the... the speed thoughts. Uh, no, I, I mean – the Masters, man, it's I, – I put out an Instagram post. It I, I cherish it so much. I mean, the week comes and goes, and you look at the Masters social feeds, and there's no post for six months. Um, it hurts when the Masters is over. I cherish it. But, yeah, um, we have the – we'll get into the RBC, obviously, tomorrow and talk about that. That's probably it until, I think, Craig Ranch. Um, yeah. Just, you know, the – the Sunday, uh, you know, I, I played too much coming into this. That sounded a lot like a guy that probably is not going to be at the Wells Fargo. Um, that would be five in a row if he does play Wells Fargo. So I don't yeah. foresee that happening, which, um, so yeah, we got probably the RBC and then three weeks of rest, then another big stretch. Um, you got what Byron Nelson, PGA Schwab Memorial week off us open traveler. So that'll be six out of seven after three weeks off. Yeah. So, um, and then I think there's only a week in between, uh, actually, no, that's not true. Is it Rocket, John Deere, and then Scottish? Yes. Okay, so that's that's better because otherwise it used to be John Deere and then straight to the to the uh, to Europe. So that would have been again uh, eight and eight and ten, which <laughs> ending with the major or whatever. So that's Thanks. glad that there's a two week stretch in there where he won't be playing, but um. Yeah. Any I think that's it for Speeth. I know you've been you you've been like teasing something else here. I want to hear it. Well no, I, I'm just I felt like there's just a lot of other stuff that went on that was cool. Yeah. Um I honestly I'm I i do not really care for Sam Bennett all that much. 
Like, you guys can enjoy him if you want to. I don't think his play – his play Thursday, Friday was awesome, and then he hung on Saturday, Sunday. But the dude's 23, um, and I know it's different playing as an amateur, and I know Jordan Spieth is special, but Spieth won at 21. So it's not like Sam Bennett is some, like, amazing wonder kid of golf. He's a very, very talented golfer. Um, and then he thought Augusta was playing easy and he got burned. So that's, <laughs> don't talk to a national like that, Mr. Bennett. Um, he, he might have some, some more trips down there though. I, you know, I liked his, I liked his composure, um, Thursday, Friday, and even, even Saturday to hang in. I mean, what an experience for him, but I, you know, I'm not that interested in, in being overly, um, enamored by what he did this week uh it was cool to see Scheffler miss some putts finally or just like not play that well because that dude's I mean he he finished like so good TD Green it's like it was Rom and then well maybe Brooks he had the 2021 speed I struck it beautifully and didn't make a single thing right and and the thing about Scheffler is it's not that he's like not making anything per se it's just that he's also like blowing them from four feet and that's really what kills your your strokes gain numbers um speedy and then when you're when you're when you're saying and then of course not making any long putts obviously doesn't kind of balance them out um but he i mean he's pulled a bunch of four footers recently because he's on featured group coverage all the time so uh that that's an issue for him for sure. I'm sure he'll clean it up at some point, but he's still hitting it great. Um, and then Kepka, man, I know you guys touched on him a little bit, but I kind of not a soft spot for Brooks, but I really like watching Brooks play in majors. I think partly because there's just such a great contrast to Spieth in some sense. Oh. <laughs> it's like, you just feel like it's so automatic uh, he's gonna so hit it here. He's gonna hit it there, and he's gonna make par on the toughest hole on the golf course. That's right. He's he gonna make it. par, and if he does make a bogey, it's like mm, he just got not not screwed, but oh, he left his approach in kind of a tough spot. Pitch get it on him, and then didn't make the putt. But then he bounces back, and and he doesn't blow up very. It's quickly. not doubles. Um. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's that's fun, and it it was just good to see him back in the mix, man. It was good to see Kepka. Kepkaing again, being that dude that because I, I like to think of him as the greatest major champion, in the post Tiger era, um, and I know he's still tied with Rory, and I, to be fair, I didn't really, I wasn't really uh, as appreciative or aware of Rory's kind of dominance in the early two thousand tens. Obviously, it's he was fantastic, and he he blew people out in majors, but. There's just something so like, man, Kepka might never lose, you know, and that's starting yeah. to break a little bit, but he didn't even like blow up that bad this weekend. I felt like he just didn't have his stuff and that kind of happens, you know? Yeah. He didn't even, as you said, like the Saturday round, um, wasn't that bad at all. Uh, I think he gained, yeah, he gained strokes on the field Saturday shooting 73 um then sunday was obviously not great but yeah there is an as you kind of said there's an aura and the stats coming up well i mean as a 54 hole leader he had never lost in a major as the 54 hole leader is three for three he's now three for four what a shame um yeah. 
could certainly tell you that Spieth and Rory are probably not batting that percentage in, as a 54 right. hole leader to major. Um, there's an aura to Brooks that you've kind of alluded to. Like you expect this dude to be a killer. Um, and unfortunately for Mr. Spieth in the next three majors, he's now probably going to have to deal with a Brooks Kepka that's got a chip on his shoulder and some more confidence, which I think is good for the game of golf. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Despite what your thoughts are on live. Um it's cool to see do. I mean, that's why Tiger was loved so much because he just dominated the majors and Brooks is kind of the same way. Yeah. And I think adding to that Brooks, um, he just needed to feel it a little bit again. Like this was first Brooks is like first 54 hole lead in a while, or, you know, relative for his kind of career. Um, and I, it, you can't just hop back on the, the mountain. I guess, Bike's not maybe the the greatest thing, but you can't just, you know, jump back on the, the double black diamond ski slopes after three years off and feel like you're going to get down them effortlessly. Um, he kind of crashed and tumbled down the stretch, but um, he'll he'll get back up, and I think he'll be there. I mean, the next two, in theory, set up really well for him. I know everybody's going to be on him at Oak Hill because I think you know, from what I've said, it just looks like Beth Page and Winged Foot, which if he was healthy at Winged Shinnecock, Foot. New York. <laughs> and Shinnecock, yeah, of course. Okay, so it's just Kepka at uh, the PGA. We'll go till next year. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, – and just healthy Brooks, too, I think is is important and, and fun to see. Uh, and then Rom. I mean, I – he was so impressive this week. I know he started with the, the double bogey at one because he four putted but then just to bounce back i don't feel like he ever really lost uh his his cool his temper it seemed like even when brooks had the four shot lead or the two shot lead it kind of felt like rom maybe knew he was gonna fade or knew that rom himself wasn't wasn't going to fade i never felt you know he gets the buoy nickname right but I never felt that Rom was ever going to go underwater. And I think he knew that too. Like, I think he was just going to ride the wave, ride the wave. Oh, Kepka's coming back to me, ride the wave. And here I go. And then Sunday he played what he shot three under gaining four shots on the field and made four birdies to one bogey. Is that right? Um, I have it loading. I was actually, I think that's what it is, but you know, and finished with, finished with that unreal Seve-esque par on 18. Um, but just to see him grow up and see him develop into kind of a, a kid with a little bit of a, a hot streak, which was somewhat entertaining, but to kind He's of channel that towards um, towards playing amazing, amazing golf. He's won six times in the past, like, five months or something stupid like that. Uh, and I think it's like six in his last 11. Maybe the, that might not be true. Six in his last 12 or 13 or 14 or something like that. But so he's just on, he's just on a different planet right now and he's figured out how to win and he continues to do it. And I mean, I mean, Scheffler was in the same spot last year and didn't win the rest of the year, but man, if anybody's going to get kind of past, and I know Rom has done it strokes gained wise, but if anybody's gonna top Spieth from fifteen, like Rom, Rom's off to an excellent, excellent start. 
I think um, Rom's already peaked at a higher number than Spieth was in fifteen. Yeah, in terms of data, I mean, in terms of like data golf, which is which is totally valid, but uh, just in terms of like if you looked at it on a piece of paper, gotcha. right? Spieth had five wins, two majors. Rom has with which is crazy, four wins in the Masters already, uh, plus an elevated event at the Genesis. So Not bad. he's on a tear. Um, and it was, I just kind of felt like it was always, I mean, it was weird because Kepka's got that aura where it's like, well, Brooks isn't going to lose, but I didn't feel like Rom was going to fade either. You know, we were, it Not seemed either. like we were going to be in line for a, a heavyweight showdown of, of two guys making a bunch of pars and Brooks just kind of cracked and Rom slipped through, made a couple birds and he was so awesome. Deserved too. I think this might, this might've been his peak. Um, Cause I can't, I cannot imagine Rom plays well at Hilton head given how wow. different the people say those courses are, but uh, I just, Man, I'm excited to see what he does the rest of the year, to be honest with you. Same yeah, with Brooks. Really am. I mean, Rom won the big one, and he, he won Augusta National the way you win Augusta National. He played the par fives and 10 under this week. Um, That's that's how you play Augusta, man. You take care of the par fives and hang on on the threes and fours, and he played the threes and fours and two under, and, I mean, that's how you win this tournament. Um. I'm just I'm looking here. Speak played the par fives and what three, six, four, seven under. So that's three strokes right there. Um, and he lost by five. Um, uh, make a couple more up on you know, five being bogey instead of double. I mean, we can do this on so many holes, but yeah, yeah, and he props played, to John he played Rahm. 13, 13 and two over. Yeah. I mean if he plays that reasonably well, there's there's your five shots right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just Rom plotted himself better than Jordan did. Um Last thing on Jordan, just because it came to mind, um, the speed, he made putts, but the speed I thought was really good for the most part this week. I think two three-putts, two, I want to say six and three-putted 13, and then three-putted six six on Friday. Oh, yeah, 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 because he got to that lower ledge, and that was was, was always tough, but a little disappointing. He blew up by a little more than some other guys did, especially because I got two teaches, but he cleaned up yeah. beautifully inside five feet. And to do that at Augusta National, hopefully it'll boost the confidence because, I mean, that's been the bugaboo for 15, 16 months now. I mean, it's all career, but 15, yeah. 16 months especially. Um, I don't think he missed a short putt all week around Augusta National. It's just really, really impressive. Yeah. Um, Phil. Phil Alfred it was Nicholson. fun. It was, it was fun, fun, man. What a featured group that was. I kind of, I kind of joked in the chat, like, "Oh, Phil and Spieth matching sixty fives to get to a playoff." I'm like, well, it almost happened. And Phil shot the sixty five. Obviously, the playoff was out of the picture, but he played well. He got the seven under on Saturday. I think the fifty two six under. I mean, that dude just, like, pulls it out of a hat. He played awesome golf. Yep. He didn't, you know, he was a lot more patient than Spieth uh, on Sunday, I felt like, and it kind of let it come to him a little bit more. So he didn't have as many amazing looks until 15, 17, 18. Um, but, man, it, it, you know, whatever you think about Phil, uh, you're entitled to feel and think, and I don't. 
have um uh a great opinion on phil and and kind of the way he's handled some things but it's just fun to watch him play golf when he's playing it well to hear on 17 too, like the be right be right and to have it go to like two inches 18 same thing like sit there sit there and then the fist pump kind of putter raise the putt and just <laughs> take the clubhouse lead which killed me because speed that should have been speeds but um it was cool. It was fun. It turned back the clock quite a bit this weekend and then kind of had a major one of the new guys kind of rise up and grab major number two. And it really, I mean, just what a week from a national. I enjoyed it so much. I really did. Broad picture. Of course. It, it typically the, delivers. Yeah. No, outside I mean, of the whole speed fiasco on yeah. certain parts, but it's always a fiasco in Augusta for Jake. I mean, it but... was, it was just awesome. Yeah. Phil's really just, really I mean, was. Again, like you're entitled to whatever opinion you have, but for this old man at 52 years old to shoot the round of the week at Augusta National, it's just, I mean, like yeah. the dude, he pulls it out of a hat. I mean, he's got no form coming in at the PGA, no form coming in here, and he does it. Like it, I mean, I think Father Time will catch up eventually, but I mean, at 52 to still be able to do it, it's just unreal. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I think he could look totally different come Oak Hill. Like, I think yeah. that's kind of the being that old, it's just hard to maintain. Um, but he's just magical, you know? And I think that's kind of the part about Augusta that's so cool is just the magic, the the history that it has, and it, it keeps the same guys playing well. So I think it creates awesome, awesome storylines. Um, and, I mean, I don't know, you probably read it or saw it but like kyle porter on twitter put out his like final masters thread and the speed tweet was awesome by the way so i think i retweeted it but if you check it out like it was just the palindrome the whole thing like speed forever it's like heck yeah <laughs> it's just like that's, that's it. us baby but there's also just this like end of this end of the thing where it's basically he talked about how awesome being at augusta is because you get to kind of catch up with everybody and, and and especially in like golf media or whatever and kind of see like what's changed in a year and um i don't know that just made me think a little bit about what the last year has been and this is a kind of a different note than golf but it really augusta and the masters is really like uh spring is coming and it's it's a time to um it's a good marker, I think, in the year. And I think going forward, it'll be a marker of, like, reflection for myself. Um, and I know that's very different than what we normally talk about on here. But I, I don't know. I just think it's a good it's a good spot to think about how the past year has gone, what's changed, um, what emotions have changed. Uh, and just kind of as spring kicks into summer. Because while it is the start of stuff that also means that it's the end of stuff in a sense um i thought that was a cool point that he made and i just thought i wanted to share that um and that's just kind of what a national does doesn't it no it, i mean phil is he calls it spiritual um yeah i think even as a patron at home um it's it's a week that i cherish it's just it's so different from what we're used to with the regular PGA Tour events every week. 
and the way like the social media pages, their social media pages, they it makes you feel like you're there. Um, mm-hmm. obviously not there because it's you know multi thousand dollars, and I'm not I'm never winning that lottery, but it's just the music, everything that goes along with Masters Week. It's just it's very special. Yeah, I mean, it makes me want to go like really, really bad. <laughs> but to your point, it um, it is very you do kind of feel like you're there. Yeah. Like everybody's excited about it from Billy Kratzer to uh, Trevor Emmelman and all the commentators and Dottie Pepper and uh, oh. trying to think of from the Riddler and anybody else in between. Did you see Brian Roberts? People. Yes. Brian Roberts in the screen <laughs> jacket. Roberts. uh but uh yeah awesome week awesome awesome week any any early predictions on rom's champions dinner Uh, some traditional spanish food yeah i was gonna say i (laughs) i have no idea either but i just think it's probably gonna be one of the better ones yeah it's like i think people really 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 enjoy it um i think the americans like when the internationals or europeans uh win I think True. those are good dinners. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. I mean, Hideki's was yeah, something else. So um trying to think of any other final master's thoughts, but I think this might be at least I don't have any. I've emptied I've emptied my tank. Yeah, I think a little sad that it's over. Yeah, um, I, I'm always very sad. I think I I was really sad um when Ram was walking to scoring to turn the scorecard and Jordan's just standing there to shake his hand like a classy individual. I'm ready for the drought to end, Dan. Like I said it in chat, one of our group chats yesterday, like I'm so ready to win a major again. Um, it pains me when he makes the stupid mistakes like we did this week. I was saying in my story, I was really, really pissed. Um, I just want to experience it again. And his game is good enough to do it um, yeah. besides the bullet fade. But... <laughs> He has 38 days to get a bullet fade and, you know, just make some putts like he did this week. And I think we're going to have a great chance to, you know, make some history. But yeah. if, I want a major bad. I think that's my closing thought. I do too. I, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It's been a while. And I know for some people, three is a, an eternity. Or not an eternity. Three is a career. It's a Hall of Fame career. Um. But I do want to selfishly. I want to experience that again, to really feel what it's like to for Jordan Spieth to be holding one of the major championships. Um, and who knows? I I do. Th- I thought it was interesting. He didn't have the jacket on either. Yeah, that was uh, like all I thought about that is on. <laughs> part of me wants to think that it's him saying like, "I've got to go get it again." So I can oh. put it on in that sense, but I don't know if that's true. Maybe he just didn't want to deal with that. But right he there. normally he normally does it though. I feel like anytime he's there, he wants to put it on. I think this one. I think he mentioned how tired he was, and I think that's part of him just saying. Now we're just getting back into the interview, and I know we said we'd end it, but he's just so fast. There's so many things to talk about with him. Yeah, yeah. I think he. He kind of know not. I don't know if he knows he let it slip away in that sense because there were just so many mistakes and he, he was kind of out of it on Saturday, and the T four is way better than he probably 
should have finished given where he was Saturday. But I think he, he just feels like it's there and he he wants one bad because he knows it's he knows it's inside. He's know he's he's capable. He knows he's capable. And it's yeah. just not not coming to fruition yet. But we'll keep riding, we'll keep dying, we'll keep living. The whole experience part of it. Yeah, for um, sure. Can't wait for that day. But it's I, it's coming. It has to. I hope. I think. I mean. I think Rory fans have been saying the same dang thing because he's played so much better. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I find it interesting that you mentioned that he wasn't in the jacket. I think you might be right. I I have a feeling he thought maybe he didn't deserve to go wear it because he had plenty of time between when he finished. I mean, he had what? Yeah, he had a couple. He was hours. the third group off of one. Rom, I think Rom mentioned he saw spill and spill and thief. Uh, he saw <laughs> Phil and Spieth post. When they were on around 11, 10 or yeah. 11. So he had plenty of time to go change. And, you know, class for staying there and, and giving him. He wasn't the, standing there outside the whole time. I bet you he went up to. The, I have a feeling I think you're right. And it's like, like emotional there, but I think you're right. I don't think he deserved to go where. But I think, yeah, I think that's what he thought. And I think he is trying to drive himself to get back there. And it wouldn't shock me if it was next year, but that's so far away. Oh my God, Masters yeah, is over. I, mean, I don't know what yeah. to do now. Screw next oh. year right now. We got three opportunities within the next three months, too. I know. Well, technically four, because Craig Ranch would be a massive win. Um, oh, honestly, man. that might even be better than me. I'm so excited for Craig Ranch week. But I know. It's just a massive field, massive venue. You massive know. field. I mean, you'll probably get. I mean, Spieth might be the best guy there. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, he will be. I mean, who? Scheffler. No, Scheffler will be there. Has to. Scotty Scheffler must go to Craig Ranch. Obviously, the, the two-time defending major champ, KH Lee, will be there. Um, I don't know why we're talking about Craig Ranch. I think uh, you just got to cut me off here. That's too fair. many thoughts. We'll cut it here. I mean, we'll... We'll be back tomorrow to discuss the RBC and Jordan's defense. Yes, we will. Uh, I know. That's another fun thing. I kind of for, not forgot about that, but uh, it, it does a cool take a backseat to the Masters. <laughs> yeah. But um, Jordan will be firing the cannon uh, <laughs> as this is, this will be put, our RBC preview will be posted. Uh, the, the videos and the memes of him firing the cannon to open yeah, the. Heritage Week will be something, but that's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait for that actually, just to see the images. Like he's got so many good meme memes photos. And photos. <laughs> yeah, he's just so memeable in a sense. It's like, and I think part of that's because he he doesn't know that he's memeable. I think that's what makes it better. Anyway, until tomorrow, we hope you enjoyed Masters Week as much as we did. For sure. Peace. Have a good night. Take care.